Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Black Still Radio calling. Black Still Radio calling. This is Black Still Radio calling. Or Black Dildo Radio calling. Whichever you prefer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess. Victor, uh, had technical difficulties and had to cancel again, which happens half the time. So I'm solo. Wanted to start a couple hours ago, so I'm already fatigued, tired in the waiting process. Uh, it's really not the optimum time for me to try to think on my feet with shows, but my loyal troll tards are in the chat to help me out and give me discouragement. Victor left and didn't even uh, stay in the chat to give me his note. I also made a few bullet points. I was mostly going to go just off of whatever topics he brought up. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, we were going to make fun of Kikeness, which all I really have on that since I don't really care about talking about Christ and sanity so much. It's people that believe in it have low IQs, they're Christ cards, and uh, they're irrational. So you can't reason with them anyway, so debates don't even work or any kind of discussions or even using their own you know, book and stuff against them doesn't work because they just dance around it and uh, rewrite it and reinterpret it how they want to and tell you that you're not seeing the words that you are in there. <laughs> and they like to jump around because it's such a huge pile of trash, the Christian Bible, that uh, once they get bored of trying to defend one part of it, they'll jump around and skip around and keep and wear you down. It's basically the Christ hard strategy. But uh, what I've noticed is they always their only defense when cornered is they say it's just a miracle or a mystery or uh, uh, there's another word that I commonly have gotten as a response from the few Christ cards I've argued with. But 
basically, you know, everything's just a mystery that discovers all the territory. And uh, to explain away anything in a so-called argument. And they think these are actually good uh, argument points or something just to say uh, it's just a miracle. I forget the other word, though, so. But yeah, it's a waste of time. Uh, Better just to avoid price cards, really. Uh, People think about trying to help them, I guess, and that's what class and creativity. Yeah, I thought he would do with his books, but I think most people that our creators were uh, atheists to begin with, so they just read, read nonsense that doesn't matter to them, that you would waste your time trying to inform Christards or about, I guess, or waste money buying books to give to them, or something like that, I guess, was his plan. Uh, And another bullet point, well, first on kindness songs and stuff, I was listening to some other shows and they were talking about that uh, the non-Jesus songs are actually written by Jews, which, you know, I hate all the kindness Christmas songs anyway, but those are the better songs that don't mention Jesus, at least, and those are written by the Jews, so... Uh, but, you know, the, the holiday songs that are just about, like, uh, Frosty the Snowman and uh, Jingle Bells and and all the songs like that, which don't mention Jesus. But, obviously, the Christards are the ones that wrote the Kikemus songs that, you know, praised Jesus and talked about baby Jesus and all that stupid shit. And, uh, I mean, if you work any place or you shop at places or whatever, they're all playing those stupid Kikemus songs around the, you know, the holiday times and shit. And, uh, I heard some of them again, and you know, you got the songs, there's at least a couple of them talking about the newborn king, you know, the Christ hearts praise the newborn king, and I'll play my trumpet for you, da 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 or something like that. And, uh, yeah, so there I'm like, uh, so they're okay with a Jewish king, which is their, their Jesus, Rabbi Jesus Christ. So they're okay with calling him a king and like, you know, fuck everything else, kill all the the white kings of Europe and just replace them with this Jewish king and uh, bring in their Jewish religion of Christ and sanity, which is what the Roman Empire did. Uh, They used it, I guess what they saw in that as a good control mind control religion that would uh, for the poor 
stupid masses to uh, make them obedient to the Roman emperor so they didn't care of this long-term damaging effects that ultimately brought the Roman Empire down. They're just... The rich elite always just want to rule over the the poor, stupid, working class. And they don't really care at what consequence to the civilization or the culture that uh, that happens. So... With creativity, you know, I don't agree with all the parts of it, of course. Uh, I don't agree with the overly praising of Hitler and the Third Reich in Germany and all that stuff because, well, they failed or they were uh, controlled opposition like Trump is. You know, Hitler could have just been another puppet for the Jews, which would make sense. And there'll be people that argue about that, but I don't really give a shit to argue about it because it failed anyway. So, yeah, you people that talk about World War II so often. Uh, but another part I disagree with Biasen uh, is the praising of the Roman Empire so much. You know, unless he's just talking about the early decades of the Roman Empire where, you know, they were uh, purely pagan and uh, building the civilization, I guess, was all right, you know. Um, they set a lot of higher new standards. But, uh, but definitely, you know, in their conquest, they, uh, they spread their empire and brought in all the non-whites instead of just eliminating them. Like when they battled the Jews, when they crushed Jerusalem, they should have killed all the Jews and then they would never have been a problem to crush the Roman Empire. So they were stupid. They were basically like capitalists and they just wanted to rule over other people that they conquered and thought they would never... Uh, seek revenge to bring them down, which the Jews were butthurt about their temple being destroyed. So, of course, they dedicated the rest of the their uh, energy to bringing down the Roman Empire from within. So they came up there as saboteurs, and that's what Paul, 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 you know, made up the Jesus, Rabbi Jesus Christ story. Whether if it's made up or not doesn't matter. He was a saboteur if there was a Jesus. And, uh, you know, the Jews trying to infiltrate the Roman Empire were fed to the lions. And, uh, but ultimately, the poor, stupid working class embraced Christ's insanity out of guilt or whatever. And the Roman Emperor at that time was influenced by the Jews and made it the Roman Empire state sanctioned religion and shit and that's how it spread around the world was the first book printed and all that shit so so really 
that's a stupid part of the book for class and to even waste time putting in creativity and looking up to the Romans and stuff because basically the Roman Empire was the first United States Empire. You know, it brought in Christ and sanity and destroyed it. I mean, he could say he's using it as an example, but it's like he does praise the Romans and stuff, but uh, and I guess he criticizes them at the same time. But why even bring it up? It's kind of pointless history, just like World War II. So why a lot of these books are too long and too big. Uh, if somebody does reprint Nature's Eternal Religion, they should make it into two books so you can actually turn the pages easier. Because the 500-page book, and exactly half of it is the part one, which is called Book One, The Unavenged Outrage, and that would be 250 pages. Uh, and then Book Two, uh, The Salvation, would be the second book, 250 pages. And that's what you know, the creativity organization should do is print, reprint them that way. So Nature's Return of Religion would actually be two separate books as it is combined into one huge thick book. <coughs> I don't know, maybe there was like a better deal to print it all into one 500-page book instead of two 250-page books. And then the same could probably be done with what the white man's Bible is also another 450 pages that could probably be cut into half also. So the first two books would be four books. And then they would be uh, thin enough to actually turn the pages because when you got a 500-page book, you can't really turn the pages. And you know, it takes effort to try to hold each page down, which is kind of the more uh, cumbersome part of reading such a thick book. And then all the repeating and shit, it could definitely be dropped down. I don't know, I guess you wanted it to have presence on a bookshelf with a big, thick side of the book for the title or something. I don't know. A lot of authors try to do that. But he didn't really put a big pot on the side of the book anyway, so I don't know. <clears throat> the pot on the side of the book is basically made for something that would be like even smaller than half the size, like a third or a quarter size of the book. So anyway... That's basically all I have to say about kikeness and religion and all that shit. Uh, check the chat. Uh, Tard Hunter says, Gaiman, your monologue tonight is top-notch. Thumbs up. How many writers worked 
you to put together this masterpiece. <laughs> uh, I got a whole team here of agents that, you know, got a little thing here. Then uh, Unix is, uh, or Junic or whatever you like. Uh, Tard Hunter, are you on Mori? Ban list now. Firewood, is that a code word for something? <laughs> Tard Hunter, no, that was a one night mistake. I think his window didn't include me. Fat Kite. That as much about this window blabbering about some uh, troll raid, I guess. Mm. There is chat chatter before the show over the two hour two hour waiting period <clears throat> about stuff. So I'll see. Scroll back. See if there's anything. They're telling me to do movie reviews. Uh, <laughs> so I did make a bullet point related to that. Uh, <clears throat> it's my last, the first show on this series of Black Pill Radio. Talking about my disappointment with uh, Tom Metzger not wanting to that Ghost Wolf Radius because he's a book lover hobbyist. And uh, <laughs> I was listening back to some Ghost Wolf Radio shows and <laughs> I just happened to select one and fucking Matinee Metzger's going on about movie intel and shit. He's like recommending you know, movies and talking about like, oh, everybody in the radio club's got to see this. And it was I don't know, something about uh, some guy goes to Wall Street and cleans house or whatever. It wasn't Wolf of Wall Street. I don't even remember the name of the movie he was talking about. But, uh, <laughs> point is, oftentimes on his shows, he's always talking about fucking movies. He's been seeing whether it's online or however he sees the movies, matinees or whatever. I mean, he does it on the cheap. But the thing is, is like any time and money is wasted on a Hollywood Jewish propaganda anyway. So, uh, and what intelligence you're going to gather from that is very minimal. I mean, <laughs> I don't see what kind of tactics you could get out of that. Ghost Wolf would even uh, talk about that stuff, too, because he's not as old as Metzger. Metzger's uh, about 80 now, and uh, Ghost Wolf is a couple of day, decades younger, but he still is from uh, 
the TV generations, and I uh, liked that crap, uh, so they would go on and on about that. But, uh, yeah, as I said before my uh, previous show, it cut in and out a lot because I was having trouble with my headset and uh, everything. But, uh, yeah, the reason he's not going to make available the Ghost Wolf radio shows on resist.com is because, uh, Got it did Ghost Wolf radio shows. You know, he went by Slim Blade and other names as the series progressed. But uh, I guess Metzger loaned Ghost Wolf radio some of his prized books. And uh, while Slim Blade had those books, he had water damage in his. Uh, place of residence that damaged the books and didn't want to send them back to Metzger. Metzger is like, send them back no matter what condition they're in. And Gus Wolf never complied. And I don't know if they had an argument about it or if Ghost Wolf just disappeared or what happened, but that's the reason Metzger gave to me an email that I read. <clears throat> I think that came out clear in the last show. I, didn't, I listened to some of it and I, I saw what people were talking about the cutouts and stuff. So, yeah, it was like a three hour show. I wasn't going to go all through it. Basically, me rambling on about my uh, thinking out loud. And, you know, at the time I was thinking of kind of. You know, redoing the Ghost Wolf radio shows, you know, and uh, leave out a lot of the nonsense, like Army patrol maneuvers and all that kind of uh, military maneuvers and other uh, pointless kind of stuff where he's talking about Army units and stuff like because uh, the only useful parts are like the one man uh, tactics or whatever, and then plus also the uh, you know just the rhetoric and the attitude of the shows. But I mean, those are out there. Uh, been trying to get uh, selling the. one of the guys that's kind of in the whole siegeculture.com and adamwathendivision.org that they should uh, make those Ghost Wolf radio shows available and basically promote Ghost Wolf radio like they do the Siege book and uh, James Mason and all that stuff. And uh, those websites are probably the ones that, you know, people should promote more than even Resist.com because Metzger's really let that go 
uh, being almost useless. I mean, it's got a book collection there. Which I guess, you know, the whole siege thing is all about promoting books. They got about a dozen there, which, you know, say it's 10 and each one averages like 300 pages. It's like 3,000 pages they're suggesting you read. Of course, they think you should read Siege, uh, which I think a lot of that's outdated. It was written in the 80s. So a lot of the bowel movement characters that he mentions, I mean, a lot of them are old or dead and obsolete for the most part, so who really cares, right? Uh, And what I've been hearing about the book, which I never read it, I've heard parts of it and uh, articles from it were read on the Might is Right Network, and I was on there. That's basically what uh, we started out with on the first shows of that network. Uh, like I, so, I mean, I probably agree with most of it. It seems more common sense. You know, I mean, if you're really wanting to do something revolutionary, I mean, that would be the thought processes you would go through. But people and organizations and uh, book book clubs and stuff, which kind of like what the siege culture is too, though, is a book club. So, and that's what MedScaringResist.com basically revolved around a book club. So, I mean, I don't see where these things that try to branch off and uh, talk against organizations. They basically are the same do-nothing hobbyists that just read books themselves. So it's like the entire bowel movement above ground and underground are all just book club, movie, intel hobbyists. Either way you go. Yes. it's just, you know, some of them want to, uh, the optics, I guess, is a different. The organizations, of course, want to kiss all the the masses' asses, you know, to try to get their votes or donations, their dues, you know, join up and, uh, you know, subscribe, you know, and uh, build a membership or whatever. Try to do some rallies, I guess. Be out there in the open. But, I mean, uh, I'm the ultimate black pill to both sides, really, because uh, I can discuss these things, like on here or wherever, with uh, you know, the Adam Walken division or the Siege Culture guys. Just like with the organizations, you know, I'd have to ask them, well, what is this about the size of book club? I mean, that's all the evidence I really see. And, I mean, of course, you know, the response would be, well, we're not going to tell you about our illegal operations, but, you know, or something like that. But, I mean, I'm not even trying to pry into that. I'm just saying uh, their answers are just to read books, ultimately, anyway. 
it, your propaganda should not be that cluttered and complicated where it takes hundreds of pages and multiple books uh, to comprehend and digest your thing there because I would take a guess that C just saying go out there and fucking uh, fuck shit up and you don't need a huge book to say that. I mean, a lot of it, it seems like, is just uh, gossip and bitching about the organizations. It's like, okay, you could maybe do a page on that or something and then move on with uh, how you want shit to go and uh, what you're doing. You know, just ignore and pretend that the organizations don't exist. I mean, if they're not accomplishing anything, then uh, uh, why worry about really criticizing it so much that it becomes your whole agenda, basically? Um, You know, so, I mean, I don't see any uh, great things coming out of the lone wolf tactic or siege if there is any differences. Uh, Adam Waffen Division is kind of their own thing. That's a mock organization, I guess, trying to get people together, which obviously opens up the possibilities for federal agent setups and stuff. I mean, they'll just bring it up to the point where People are planning shit and then bust them. You know, just make sure they plant illegal weapons or explosives and uh, intent and all that stuff and then bust it. You know, like they always do. Uh, Then there's that case where down in Florida, those four guys, they're rooming together. And one of them became a Muslim <laughs> and shot, killed two of the guys, his roommates there that were in the group. And the other guy, he just didn't get shot because he was in the military and was away for that for however long. And then, uh, but he got came back all his friends dead in their apartment that they're renting together. And then the other guy was gone and turned himself in to the police that he uh, shot and killed those two guys because they disrespected Islam. So he looked like a crazy uh, bastard. You know, the forget his name, Devin, that shot the other guys. Uh, I guess that was a picture they took when he turned himself in. He kind of, I just kind of looked uh, like insane, basically. <laughs> uh, they're all young. They're all like teenagers, upper teenagers, early twenties or so. But so that's kind of a bizarre case of people getting together, literally what you'd expect is one of them is going to be a a federal informant and rat out the others once they go to make their move. 
So, you know, they just go to prison for life, and it's, you know, they didn't get anything done, and you'd be better off by yourself uh, rather than having somebody watch all your moves and plant shit on you. Uh, I'm going to go through some of their flyers in a bit that are on the adamwaffendivision.org. I'll get those a bit. I thought they some of them were okay, but there's some kind of contradictions in there that I wanted to point out. I'll hit some other topics here after I check the chat. Catch up on. Got a few trolls in here. Salt was scrolling. I don't like to look, continuously look at it because I'll get distracted and lose uh, my thoughts. <clears throat> All right. A lot's been said in here. Shit. Alright. <laughs> Fucking Maury. Somebody. Looks like Maury came in here talking shit. And left. <laughs> uh. I don't know, uh Tart Hunter is talking about maybe it wasn't about going to Wall Street, maybe it was about going to Walmart where Tommy goes to see or seats at Beaners. Yeah, the thing about Walmart, I guess they're selling anti shirts there. <laughs> uh, and then uh, another thing about the whole Wall Street stock market casino is that I guess uh, yesterday, December 21st, Right after uh, Hanukkah, day after Hanukkah, Bitcoin or Bitcoin crashed, and uh, I remember Wolf, Wolf Wall Street on his fourth position show how he said uh, there's usually not a lot of trade activity on Jewish holidays, you know, Yom and Bar and uh, all the other war holidays that the Jews celebrate. Um, they said to watch out after them, though. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, because, the, you know, they steam when they get together in their synagogues on Jewish holidays. They probably, you know, get together and kind of strategize on how to uh, crash things and move and shake their money around, you know, amongst each other, you know, inside information, trades and shit happen, and uh, when it gets back on the exchange, uh, 
you know, there's uh, big ups and downs. So, uh, Bitcoin was way up there. It was like, what, over a thousand dollars? You know, ratio of Bitcoin to dollar. So, so now it's all crashed. You know, what is that now? I never really watched it, but I just was looking in it. They decided to crash it right after their Hanukkah. So, <laughs> so uh, Goyan probably got screwed out of their uh, investments in Bitcoin. Uh, you're going to have a bad kikeness as a result. So, <clears throat> I never got involved in any of that owning of Bitcoins or any crypto. Crypto geocurrencies. Or, uh, I don't know, whatever they're called. There's other things like that, I guess, too. But I learned my lesson when uh, the Jewish Wall Street casino sold uh, over 10 grand for me back uh, after 9 11 happened. And uh, they allowed it all to crash. And then they crashed it again in 2008, which I didn't even realize happened because I, you know, already decided years before to never play the Wall Street Casino again after getting burned really bad on it. Uh, so for that and continue on with the chat. <laughs> yeah, the troll tards are giving Victor crap for technical difficulty cancellation tonight. Which sucks, but I guess we'll get by. Should have stayed around to give me his notes, though. In the chat. <laughs> yeah, somebody's talking about my audio issues last show. Yeah, probably messed it all up, but I made point of it. I mean, it was just me contemplating, and I already pretty much decided at that time not to bother redoing the Ghost Wolf radio shows because I mean he did them over five years and uh not motivate anybody to do anything as a result anyway. That's why he gave up, I'm sure. Um I mean why exert more energy wasting it on that anyway. Uh, which is you know, what a lot of people are going to run into that try to go that way which uh, I would predict would happen with anything uh, <laughs> uh 
<laughs> That's why he's talking about DNA tests. To get in uh, some of these, like, uh, what they call them, uh, Uh, people trying to create little white communities or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I guess somebody's trying to start up a show at the same time I'm doing mine to steal my troll tarts. That's probably going on right now, too. Uh, have to get over there and bother him, maybe, soon. Uh, yeah, a few more points to wrap up. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was talking about Siege being outdated, and somebody said Classen's works were written before Siege, so those are outdated, too. But, uh, Mainly, nature, nature's eternal religion and the white man's Bible are kind of timeless. The points that are made in those, uh, it's more about history and logic, science, and common sense. It's not really uh, about movement, character, personalities, and all the drama and stuff. None of that's really in there. Uh you know, the third book's the, the health uh, books, Lugris Living, which he did not even write besides one of the chapters at the end on eugenics. But And then uh, all the other books are newspaper reprintings, basically like how Siege is a repress compilation of his articles that he put out as a newsletters what all the books after the main books are in creativity <clears throat> are just compiled newspaper articles about forming the organization and that's where you get into all of the you know the church characters and uh also his correspondence with other movement leaders including Metzger and just all of the trying to build the organization. And then, of course, uh, yeah, I never really looked at those supplemental books that much. Never here to make the time to do that. Because, uh, I mean, it's all... I mean, those books, yeah, that stuff doesn't really doing good unless you want to argue old bowel movement characters and stuff and see what people are saying about them. But, I mean, all those people are older and out of the movement for the most part or not actively involved publicly. So, I mean, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> um, a lot of people quit over the decades, so, anyway, 
course, I mean, Klassen was writing the books. I mean, he thought, you know, they were going to be a part of making the racial holy war happen and, and victory during those times and everything. So, I'm sure before uh, he died, he realized that he was, you know, I mean, he passed it on, you know, which uh, he couldn't find somebody competent to really take over leadership. But he tried to, but I mean, you know, he obviously knew the size the membership was uh, what, under a thousand, I'm sure. So, I mean, he probably uh, expected to have, you know, several more, I'm sure, you know, maybe not millions, but, you know, a hundred thousand or so, you know, in the membership by then. You know, he thought it would catch on like wildfire, but it's like any other pro-white organization. You know, they all uh, kind of peaked in the 90s there. thousand or so. And that seems like that's about the number of active people even now. With the newer things, you know, uh, that aren't just part of the older organizations, but <clears throat> of course, there, you know, there's always been people that, you know, support the ideas on the outside uh, that don't want to do much. Not that anybody's doing much, but I don't know, before I go on to the chat, I'll just say my couple last bullet points is, uh, <laughs> I can close this out, is uh, on some other shows I've been listening to. I don't really follow much news or Hollywood media news and stuff. I don't go to theaters and, or anything like that. Is uh, They're bitching about the the new Star Wars movie, another diversity film, just like the previous Star Wars that was done a year or two ago. So, you know, they're inserting the nigger characters and shit like that and uh, all the anti-white agenda is kind of amplified more in the Star Wars series, I guess. I mean, that shit like that, you know, Star Trek, I mean, they've always been full of, like, diversity agendas and stuff. (laughs) Also, uh, other big news was Trump supported the move of the Israel capital from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. So now the Jews can rebuild their Solomon Temple, I guess. <laughs> and then that's supposed to, when the Solomon Temple is rebuilt, I guess it's prophesized in uh, uh, what they call it, the whole, uh, what's the end times thing called, Armageddon. 
think they have other words for it too. The, that everything's supposed to be a pop of lipstick or something is uh, going to happen after they build that temple. So maybe during Trump's, uh, you know, uh, term, a few years or he gets a second term, they should have that Solomon Temple rebuilt in Jerusalem, I guess, and then that's when, uh, you know, they'll be ready to have Armageddon in Israel or the Middle East or World War Three or whatever. So anyway, that's all my bullet points. Uh, close that out. No reason to save it. Just having a little something there to talk with Victor about with his notes, but he's not here and didn't give me his notes. So that's really most of the show, unless I ramble on about stuff. But scroll, continue scrolling the chat here. Big wall text of shit. Uh, okay. Like I said, I saw a Himmler speech that said we Germans must follow the eternal laws of nature. Yeah, the Third Reich was, uh, I mean, obviously it was anti-Christian. They took the, well, there's originally the pagan cross that became the Christ sanity cross off of the churches and then put up the swastika in its place. And then just all of the pagan symbolism of the Third Reich, you know, the swastika, the runes, the life rune, the death rune, the skulls, the SS bolts, uh, the rituals. I mean, everything about the Third Reich was all pagan and anti-Christian. It's just, you know, they had a long-term program of weeding out all of the Jewish influence you know, out of every aspect of their nation, you know, just kind of like how, well, Germany's that way still now. It just went right back after they lost. (laughs) But like how America is and basically all the white countries are infested with Jewish ideology and propaganda and everything. So there's a lot that has to be weeded out, you know. They can't fully do that because they didn't win. They would have quickly done away with a lot more of Jewish teams or whatever after the war they would have won. But I don't want to get into World War II. It's been talked about way too much. <clears throat> uh, 
<laughs> All right, so Tard Hunter made a kind of good point here. Uh, if a person or group do nothing, in quotes, as you put it, why does it matter to you if they read books or anything else? Well, <clears throat> well, I mean, basically my point was is I'm saying people that complain about people doing nothing are doing nothing besides complaining about people doing nothing. So <laughs> there's a tongue twister. Uh, you know, I mean, just, I mean, if your whole objective is just to complain about people doing nothing, that doesn't mean that you're doing something. <laughs> so I think that's ultimately what uh, James Mason amounts to. And I think that would be the conclusion of his article, compilation, book called Siege. I mean, it's by us that's revolution whatever but uh, you know saying yeah no to the organization and stuff I mean yeah you could see back in the 80s that the organizations weren't going to go anywhere uh, or he made the guess that they wouldn't but uh, but they could have if you had quality membership that would recruit quality people and not, you know, they themselves be white trash degenerates that are just looking to get drunk at beer parties or whatever, and a lot of them uh, taking drugs, you know, addicted to nicotine and uh, obese and just uh, stupid and Christ insane and uh, think that elections matter and all this nonsense, which the bowel movement's always been full of those type of people and still is, you know, no matter what they want to call themselves today. Yeah. So, I mean, I agree with all that. But uh, it gets too obsessive when you just dwell on pointing out uh, the bowel movement characters or organizations and uh, keep repeating that they're doing nothing. It's like, well, you're doing nothing besides pointing that out, which accomplished is nothing. So (laughs) it's kind of like that saying, like, he who stares into the abyss the abyss also stares into you. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay. I mean, maybe James Mason was one of the first that uh, publicly criticized the bowel movement and uh, probably hoped to shake at least partial numbers of it to uh, become more revolutionary. It kind of like Ghost Wolf Radio, besides with printed articles back then. So, 
I mean, you know, I mean, I haven't read the siege. I'll, it's probably not worth the time to worry about reading. But I mean, I would still kind of promote it to people that like to read books and stuff. I just, it's a kind of a chore to me. I don't enjoy reading books. I've read a few books. Uh, maybe you learn some nonsense that's not, you know, that overly complicates simple points. You know, is all I really gather from it. Um, when I came into things when I was a teenager, you know, uh, Resistance Records was around, and, you know, you could say, oh, it's real uh, small-brained way of looking at things, but, I mean, really the lyrics of the skinhead bands is all you need. You don't need uh, to worry about, you know, all this history and nonsense, because uh, if you're in a war, in battle, I mean, ultimately, you know, there's an enemy, uh, you kill them, you uh, eliminate your enemies and destroy their system. I mean, not much more complicated than that. And uh, maybe that's what Siege gets down to. It's just he cushions that simple logic in a bunch of uh, complaining about others or something that I don't need to look at and read. Uh, maybe you trolls that like the gossip a lot. Probably uh, those will be the most interesting parts, but I really don't care. I've, I've heard enough about foul movement characters that are old and dying anyway. <clears throat> yeah, I like to put fun at them too and stuff, but I wouldn't say that's doing stuff. So. All right. Kind of went off on that point uh, enough, maybe for now. Have you, as you said, Gaiman, Yaki is common sense, but Christ bags have no common sense. What I gather, like, I never read Yaki or. That was the other one, Spangler and all this shit. I don't care about these old what, philosophers and shit that just wrote books a long time ago so it has like a nostalgic feel to it or something that they made simple predictions or guesses you know, decades before you know, or something. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> uh, I mean, it didn't take much to really foresee things. It's just most people didn't care. I mean, just like they don't care now. I mean, the survival of the white race is like the furthest thing from most white people's minds today, as I'm sure it was before. So, it really would not, uh, you know, have to write a whole book to point that out, which I think that's what Yaki amounts to, because I listened to those, those shows that the War Room did, which are the you know, the Veterans of the Jewish Wars, the Patriots Hard podcast for veterans, which, I mean, they kind of almost regret their uh, service 
in the military, but anyway. And they're just basically alcoholics. So, <laughs> uh, but anyway, they like to read and write and shit, and they're like history majors. So, I listen to their podcast on uh, Yaki and Spangler. They had a third one on some other author that I didn't listen to, I don't think. Uh, I was pretty bored by those other two, but I listened through them because I'm like, well, it beats reading a boring book that I would not bother with anyway. So I'm like, all right, yeah. And plus, I already listened to all the more entertaining podcasts. So basically, that's what they said, all Yaki. Yeah, they're giving a book review and all they really had to say about Yaki is that he foresaw that things would get worse. Uh, you know, <laughs> that's about it. I mean, that was his prediction, yeah. And I'm sure he just put in a lot of several words, probably economically and all that kind of stuff. And uh, But he probably said the demographics and everything like that. Um, I mean, does that really make him a profit? I mean, uh, and plus, we've already lived all the times that he talked about. Those years are all over because he wrote it so many decades ago. We're past all those decades, and he got some things wrong. Plus, yeah, what they said about it is he predicted and Yaki predicted in his book, the Imperium or whatever, that white people would have already achieved victory by now. I don't know what year it was given, probably 2000 or in the 90s or whatever. Maybe the 80s, I don't know, because he wrote that book a long time ago. Uh, but yeah, so the Imperium should already be built right now, the white homeland, according to Yaki, should already be going on right now. I guess, I'm sure the guy's dead. Yaki's dead a long time ago, probably. Uh, So, you know, he didn't see that that his predictions were false. Yeah, (laughs) so Klassen kind of wanted to predict white victory by the year 2000 also as motivation and a, a goal to strive for. Uh, he killed himself in 1993. So he didn't, he didn't see the signs either. Um, and he probably knew that was uh, overly optimistic before he killed himself anyway. Uh So, yeah, so, and then Spangler, I forget what they even said about Spangler, just kind of along the same lines, maybe more so for Germany, I don't know. I think Spangler was even before Hitler, so Hitler would have read Spangler as encouragement and inspiration or something. Yeah, I just, I don't really care about these old, philosophers and their books and shit like that. Because, I mean, all of those times have come and gone, so they don't matter anymore. And, uh, 
you know, that's, you know, on these shows and stuff, you know, I mean, as if you're not wasting enough time listening to podcasts, these podcasts, those then want to recommend you all these several books to read and waste even more of your time, you know, looking at pages, yeah, and then waste time after listening to the podcast discussing you know the books <laughs> that waste your time talking about history and shit so I mean Siege probably is you know if you're going to pick like one book I mean that seems like that's probably something that would uh, walk in the right direction at this time or I mean even when it was written in the 80s or whatever, uh, it would have to be updated. Somebody should do more of a revolutionary update of it where it doesn't talk about the old battle movement leaders and shit like that. Uh, That just kind of gets in the way, unless you're going to use maybe some examples or whatever. Plus, they probably should not discuss Charles Manson, which, I mean, he's just a degenerate fucking druggy, a failed musician or whatever. He's trying to be a singer or something. He started a band and that didn't happen for him, so he just kind of got all pissed off or whatever. <laughs> uh, plus, the guy probably wasn't even white to begin with or something. He's just He looks like he's just a fucking homeless bum. Yeah, you know? nigger, 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 nigger. Hey, yeah, it's hard. That's Roddy, Roddy Kai. I haven't heard you for a long time. I thought talked to you in four oh four, and had you taken out. So my trolls went and hunted you down, I guess, to come interrupt the show, didn't they? No, <laughs> no, Tom. I'm on. I'm. Uh, I just had Todd's call, if you will, and he, he logged in. I heard him on the uh, talk show out there. And I was like, damn, that's Damon. I, haven't, I thought you would come and find me and tell me where you're at. Yeah, I figured they would go hunting down Donaldson or you to get on here. But uh, No, I figured you gave up. Got 404 and gave up. Uh, I haven't even hunted for Linstead and Fatkite. Yeah, I well, you know, talks you erased all my accounts and so a lot of the shit well, all the shows are not available anymore. But I did a podcast last month that was kinda of shitty. But my guest cancelled on me tonight because it was technical difficulties, so I just been kinda of winging it on my own and I'm going through the chat here. What you might uh, be rich went to uh YouTube with ACL Live or something, and he's already been blackballed by YouTube. Yeah, I don't. I never followed his shit besides the bother. Yeah, Grumpy Ring. Well, well, he uh, he wasn't blackballed. He he knows one of those copyright strikes, but yeah, you can't see the chat that I have because uh, the way he talks to you when you come in is the only part of the chat you can see. But I'm like going through my chat here. 
Uh, <laughs> I've seen if there's anything worthwhile. I've kind of been commenting back on some of it. Um, so, I don't know. When did you come in here? Just now? I'm on Todd Morse's call. Uh, okay. Yeah, I saw he uh, he fired up his uh, show there. I figured he would. Uh, he likes to record other people's podcasts as part of his uh, uh, collage. And he was just on Blog Talk. Have you, have you heard of a Blog Talk guy named Ghost? Oh, funny. No, but, I mean, Todd Morris, the way he does this show, he needs to have it where it automatically unmutes you when you call in so I can uh, partake in his, you know, nigger bashing. Uh, well, uh, some of the some of the hackers on talks you have released one of the secret codes you call in instead of using your PIN number, just hit zero 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 pound as your PIN, and you're automatically unmuted. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, Yeah, he used to have it where you just come in and be unmuted automatically, and so I was able to participate. But then he went back to having everybody block. He does a lot of good work over there, though. (laughs) Yeah, apparently, apparently Todd has been hijacking the. He's owning the word, the N word, you know. And no one can say yeah. it on his call, but he can get on other calls and say it. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, he'll block, he'll block you on his chat. Oh, yeah. Don't want anybody talking, interrupting his calls where he lets. You know, just stuff play while he snores. <laughs> uh, I guess. Is Lynn still, uh, still doing a talk show call? Yeah. Fat uh, Kike, I guess, is doing right one right now. To, uh, don't tell me the number, because I don't want to be accused of, you know, ratting them out. I guess he's trying to do a pro Kikemus show to counter my anti Kikemus show tonight. I just don't care to listen to. You know, I'm, they get good intentions doing what they're doing. I just can't. I just can't follow that stuff. Listen to it. I'm scrolling through the chat still. They, uh, yeah, I don't watch it as I'm uh, talking because it kind of distracts me. But <clears throat> I'm trying to catch up. Oh, she's been a nigger, and lately, you know, Angela had, well, Angela Stark, uh, 
on Thursday. She has problems every week. But uh, this one was a legitimate issue with a live pro isn't working well with a Windows 10, Java. You got to go in and punch this in and allow it to run on Windows 7. That's a horseshit. <laughs> Somebody's telling me to stop doing book reviews of books you haven't even read. <laughs> well, I'm just going by what I've heard other people say about of them, about uh, books. Basically, Siege is what I'm talking about, which is a compilation of articles from the the early '80s. Uh, so, I mean, of course, a lot of things aren't even, I guess you could twist how they uh, relate to today. You know, that, uh, not exactly, I'm sure. It, I mean, I've heard people talk about it. Uh, and you can always pull some good stuff out of anything, usually. Uh I'm not being highly critical of it as, uh, you know, some other books probably, but uh, I'm just saying it's not like uh, the end-all book, I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, does it really give tactics of what to do? Or does it just say do stuff? I mean, (laughs) because... I'm expecting that it basically just like how the Might is Right network was, you know, it just was like get the hardcore attitude. So I'm pretty sure James Mason and his siege articles was just trying to get people to get the hardcore or as he said, revolutionary attitude. But it gives no solutions or uh, tactical advice or anything beyond just saying, like, eliminate the enemy or something. But, you know, that's where uh, at least the Ghost Wolf Radio Show's series had some uh, tactical suggestions of operations of what to do. Uh, You know, illegal things, of course, because only violence can... uh, correct the problem, yeah. And that's where uh at least siege I know uh from what yeah, I've been trying to skim over some things. Uh on uh siegeculture dot com and uh what I gather is like obviously James Mason agrees that there is no political solution. You know, so I'm sure he even says it, you know, that there's only a violent solution. I mean, right off the cover of his books, you know, it shows uh, uh, 
you know, uh, combat or, you know, riots or whatever those scenes are. <laughs> yeah, well, now, now uh, Tart Hunter's uh, making fun of when I was talking about song lyrics being all that you need, saying, Damon, you're a genius. And he's trying to miss the point there is that things are not as complicated. Basically, all these books like Siege is just trying to get you to have the hardcore attitude but puts it in text form, which is not... I mean, some, you know, the intellectual masturbation, you know, maybe they get off and enjoy reading books. So that maybe is how they're inspired by looking at words and flipping pages. But I don't think it is as emotionally useful as propaganda as music is. With, you know, of course, uh, the same type of uh, revolutionary lyrics are... You know, uh, so it's more useful, all the music that's already has been out and was made decades ago now also. There's uh, much better propaganda for any cause than uh, articles or books of articles or any type of written propaganda, of course. Uh, I mean, people uh, talk down on Wiggers and stuff. Well, all that was created through music. The niggers did not publish books. And the Jews didn't publish books by niggers to turn a lot of white youth and white people in general into Wiggers that worship uh, black rappers and black uh, nigger ball players and stuff. No, that is uh, yeah, books is not worth that. So <laughs> only for you know a small amount of people, and those those are the type of people that try to backlash at me and you know maybe try to say I'm a uh, illiterate. That's not the problem. I can read books. And uh, I can finish a 500-page book over a weekend in two days. I read Nature's Eternal Religion in one weekend in 48 hours. Well, that's also with sleeping. So it was probably like, you know, I I pretty much stayed at it over those two days. Yeah. Uh, So... I mean, between the two days, it was probably only like 24 hours of reading, you know, because you got to sleep and eat and uh, such, you know. But, uh, yeah, basically the same with uh, the white man's Bible, a couple of days. So that's not the issue. I mean, I, I could read a lot more books. And then, I mean, the more books you read, the more you forget. And that's a lot of people's problem. Probably in the bowel movement, the hobbyists that read 
dozens of books. I mean, Wait a minute, are they? What's the white man's Bible? Well, you can search it out. You can find it on uh, whitepeopleawake.com. And are you talking about our good, our good Christian brother, King James? No, I'm not. <laughs> but Clausen, when he wrote Nature's Eternal Religion, he actually, because at that time, you know, that was his first book, he did refer to uh, the Christian Bible as the white man's Bible, you know, meaning the Jews. Well, King James, yeah, King James no, was a great man in his Bible. No. His Bible saved the lives and souls of millions of Africans and Indian brethren yeah. by, <laughs> by taking the good Christian name. Yes. Yeah, okay, anyway. But, uh, no, it's because, like, uh, you know, but what class I meant by that is, you know, there's a part in Nature of Eternal Religion, though, that, because, uh, you know, he talks, he says, you know, of course, the Jews wrote the Christian Bible for white people to destroy themselves with, and that's why he calls it, you know, the white man's Bible and that one. But then that's before he wrote his second book, which he titled The White Man's Bible. Uh, and he said he would have called the first his first book that, but he didn't think of it at that time, but actually he did, because written in there, you know, he says that title when he's uh, referring to uh, the New Testament. Yeah, because the Old Testament is uh, stronger, you know, and that's for the Jews to be the strong, and then the New Testament is for the weak, which is what they wanted the white people to uh, be infected with. Yeah, a couple... Troll tards left to go to fat kikes. Little uh, kikemas show there. But I still got most of my troll tards here. So. What, what's, what's the call number? <laughs> if I don't want to advertise him on here, I'll drop it in the chat. Is a, a bunch of nonsense. But, uh, yeah, you can go there and bother him. He'll just block his chat because I mean, he's really not fun to troll anymore because he just censors the chat and the the call. I mean, I'll, he might let you call in for a bit, but uh, he doesn't like me anymore. <laughs> We used to talk on shows, but uh, he doesn't like religion being brought up, especially Christ and sanity. But, uh, well, I may, I may as well get into that a little bit. Is uh, Yeah, I don't respect Christ tards in the battle movement. I don't think they belong. Because they're not fully woke, for sure, until you realize that Christ and sanity is totally Jewish. It's an enemy propaganda. It's an enemy religion. 
it's not pro-white at all. There's no pro-white passages you can pull out of it and you can try to twist shit in there, but it's not blatantly pro-white. It's blatantly anti-white, and you can find examples of that in there. It basically says uh, all people are God's children and shit like that, and it's totally Marxist, as Classen points out, and several other uh, authors and just spokesmen and stuff have pointed this out. Uh, and it's got suicidal advice, like love your enemies and turn the other cheek to them and give away everything, you know, to the inferior people and love the weak. And just the Sermon on the Mount alone is all that you should have to look at and say the Christ hard Bible is trash and it's suicidal advice. Whether if it would be Jewish or not, you know, written by the Jews to give to their enemies, which is the case. But even if not so, uh, it's suicidal advice. I mean, it's not something that white people benefit from believing in. It's, it's, it's destructive. It's been very destructive to white people. So... Yeah, I mean, and uh, all this stuff has been said and would be said if Classen did not write his books. He just, he had the money to print and publish books is why he kind of gets credit for a lot of those uh, obvious facts. And he doesn't really try to... uh, overly pat himself on the back for realizing these obvious truths. He even states that, yeah. It's more that, uh, it's more amazing and shocking that, uh, white people did not create a religion that was taking their own side, you know, uh, centuries ago. They always wanted some kind of, uh, mythical nonsense you know to believe in that has no proof you know such as even Odinism and then they gave that up for a foreigner's religion of Christ and sanity yeah and destroyed their own cultures in place of the foreigner Jews uh, worldview yeah (laughs) All the tards, the trolls, and the. I reached the end of all the. their insults in the chat room. I think I have a fan in there, too, though. Pretty much what uh, talks to you. As amounted to now, I used to have a few dozen listeners. 
and downloads, but now it's kind of dwindled a lot. So I don't bother with it so much, but uh, I'll post and give this show link to uh, some newer people I've been uh, in contact with see what they think about it and maybe they'll be a guest next time or I'll call in on their show um, the ones that are hosts Because uh, what I've heard of them, we agree on most things. And it's hard to find somebody that you totally agree with. (laughs) Well, that reminds me, I was going to go through uh, (laughs) some of the propaganda. Maybe that's what I'll close with is... uh, on my flash drive here from the library, I saved uh, the propaganda from adamwathendivision.org. They have uh, propaganda, which is flyers. They made, I guess they're full-page flyers, but you could probably uh, you know, to save paper and ink, mostly ink, becomes a uh, Possibly, especially when you make the whole background black, basically like a white image and words on black. I mean, that's going to use a lot of black ink for the background. Because uh, there really is no such thing as black printer paper and then use white ink on it, at least not that I'm aware of. So. <laughs> So you're going to use a lot of the black ink printing it out. So what you could do is shrink uh, you know, that full-page image. I assume they're 8.5 by 11 size almost images that they made for the flyers. If you made those about 20, 25% rock size, you know, uh, ratio, then you could put four on a sheet, you know, put one in each corner, you know, four per page, and uh, print it out and then cut out, you know, make four flyers, is what I'm saying. It should be that complicated, I understand. So, uh, you know, instead of having one per sheet, you have four printed out per sheet, so that would save a lot and you'd get more out there for less cost. But uh, you can make variety or whatever of them. They got uh, 42 flyers <laughs> on their site. They're, uh, of course, all different designs with different themes and everything. I think several different people contributed a few each or whatever. <laughs> or maybe it's 42 guys. Each one made their own flyer, and they just put them all on that website. That's what it appears to be for the most part, because some of the flyers have contradicting viewpoints. And I wanted to point some of that out. Uh, 
like like the overall theme I mean most of them go with the promotion of uh violence now, you know race war now, you know type of uh accelerationist uh motivation, you know, behind most of the themes. <clears throat> but uh I'll start with what is kind of a glaring hypocrisy to me right off, I guess, is uh you know, that's not a big deal it's between a couple of the flyers. I mean, yes so the other forty are okay with me, but uh pretty much. So uh Besides, you know, a lot of them have way too many swastikas, maybe, on them. I guess they're trying to be pretty uh, shocking, controversial, you know, at a glance, you know, to catch attention. So I guess that's probably a good aspect, probably, because uh, unless it has something like that on there that catches the eye, most people are just going to ignore it. So got to be something that makes people stop and take a second look into it. So maybe they got the right uh, direction with that. It's just not how I would design something, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, that's a little optics argument. Um, I kind of swaying more towards it's probably better to be more uh, blunt, maybe. Uh, than trying to uh, bring a soft message. Because, uh, I mean, time is running out, if anything. I mean, uh, so, you know, all the decades have been wasted trying to uh, appeal to the sensitivities of whatever you want to call them, lemmings, the masses, the sheep. Uh, <clears throat> and people have used bold statements before, but it's probably the way to go anyway. Uh, not that there's any uh, point regardless, but anyway, one, there's kind of a contradiction between a couple of flyers here. So one says, uh, this kind of filth will be purged and destroyed. And then, uh, as much as lost kids, but that's not what they're talking about. They, they have, like, the Playboy bunny, and then they put one of the, you know, like a, a no symbol on top of it, you know, a circle with a line through it over the Playboy bunny character image cartoon like bunny and then you know down below it has you know the Adam Walton division is here to clean house and has the I guess they call themselves an organization logo on there which is the like the SS division shield but then they put uh you know, atomic 
logo in there, which is kind of like the biohazard logo. But just pretty cool, uh, something that uh, you could use that's not noticeably of anything. <laughs> you could use that as a patch or whatever symbol, and nobody would know what it is. I guess that's why they got the squash because along with it, usually they put their logo and then accompany it next to a swastika so you know and relate their group logo to the, what people know as the meaning of the swastika. But, uh, <clears throat> so anyway, uh, so basically they're saying they're against uh, pornography, which, you know, whatever. A lot of people are trying to make that a key issue. Uh, instead, of they're, you know, degenerate. Uh, I need to say that's degenerate, whatever. I mean, it's just nude bodies. I mean, it's the flesh and sex. Um, you know, that is natural to nature, animals. And humans, which are, I mean, people are animals. All biological creatures have sex to uh, to increase their numbers. So I mean, it's, it's, there's nothing wrong with the act. Actually, it's uh, it's a good thing, you know. To uh, <laughs> otherwise, you wouldn't be here. If it wasn't the result of sex, so so people that are getting so offended by pornography and sex and stuff, I mean, they may say they're not trying to, but it's kind of coming from almost a Christ-hard morality or something, in a way. You know, they're wanting to, but that doesn't totally make sense because. In Christ and sanity, uh, there's a lot of obscene stuff in their, you know, Christ hard Bible. You know, so, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what they're trying to, to do with that stance, but the flyer I'm saying that, uh, that kind of contradicts, you know, if you're trying to have a moral high ground. Is they also have another flyer that uh, says the Adam Wathen division supports your local drug dealer. And then it has an image of a drug dealer with a trench coat on. And he's opening up the side pockets and it's got, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, drugs inside of his pocket. Like you come up and say, you want to buy some drugs or something, you know. Uh, and then it's got him standing, the drug dealer is standing on a pile of skulls, you know, of all the people that died by using drugs. And then it says below that population control. So basically, whoever created that flyer of the Adam Waffen division, which I'm sure they have their disputes and 
on these topics. And I mean, not one of them speaks for everybody in the group or organization. If it's really that official of a membership, you know, it's probably more of a loose type of uh, operation or whatever. So I'm sure there would be some people involved with it that would not think that uh, drug dealers are people to support. Yes, (laughs) so it's probably just one of the guys in there trying to be edgy or whatever, and he's saying he's just for drug addicts dying, I guess. You know, so... You know, people should be sold drugs so they die and get rid of uh, the population or uh, the scum of it. Maybe I, I mean, it doesn't give those details. That's just me uh, pondering on it, I guess. But, uh, I mean, it's I mean, their point, obviously, is not really to, like, win the hearts and minds of the masses or to appeal to their sympathies or whatever and gather their uh, support. Uh, But, I mean, the the one, like I was saying, with the the anti-pornography, I mean, it seems like they're trying to have the moral high ground, but then on on another flyer, they're promoting drug dealers. <laughs> I mean, most people would say, uh, whether they use them or not, that uh, pushing drugs is immoral. So, I mean, there's a conflict of uh, ideas there. So, I mean, that's kind of the more uh, obvious problems there. In their propaganda, uh, so I mean, you know, those two flyers probably shouldn't be uh, included in there. Uh, but you know, they got forty others, so kind of is diluted some by that, I guess. Uh, so they have uh, let's check this out first here see still got people's attention a couple other uh, troll cards left there probably socks anyway so it kind of boils it down to a few actual listeners here now. <laughs> uh, I may there were some that are going to bother uh, other shows, I guess. But, uh, all right, now another list. So, yeah, just meet a couple guys here now. <laughs> I also can't see how many people download shows anymore. They took that 
feature away. So, uh, I don't know if you that listen to this, probably be the ones that I uh, direct to it. And uh, then it, so people that listen to it can help out by uh, passing it along to others from there, too. I have a word of mouth thing, uh, but, uh, <clears throat> I don't know if I want to go through all the other 40 flyers, but, uh, you know, they got, uh, flyers against Baggett, uh, And all, all the them basically say join your local Nazis, <laughs> which you know you'll say like this message is brought to you by the Adam Lawton Division, and uh, join your local Nazis. And it, it talks about uh, the Iron March, but that website dot org is no longer around. Now it's Iron Bolt. Uh, is what they have now, which is basically a forum. Maybe that's what it was before. I never, uh, that's ironbolt.com. And then you can get to the forum and chat from there, which is kind of a social networking for. type of uh, <clears throat> community, which includes the Adam Lawton Division dot org. They have their own website. Uh, Radio Werewolf is involved in promoting these and also the Siege Culture dot com, which, you know, uh, kind of, you know, after looking at it, you know, uh, Not everything, of course, 100%, probably, but, uh, and they have their own disagreements, I'm sure. But, yeah, I mean, I can kind of say I'm on board, uh, you know, that those are kind of some of the better directions, and, uh, you know, uh, directions that. being pushed out, I guess. Uh, <clears throat> because, uh, I'm going to get off all the tangent here, I guess, but uh, <clears throat> even more recently, again, there's been further lawsuits fired against, or filed against the alt-right due to the aftermath of the Charlottesville event. And, uh, the SBLC and other Jewish terror groups are basically going, they file lawsuits, civil suits, or whatever, but, uh, you know, as they have in the past decades against uh, war, and Tom Metzger took them down. They've taken down a lot of uh, white organizations. Some of them were... Uh, 
you know, Christ Insanity, the CI, Aryan Nations, and Christ Tards, like the Klan and stuff. But, I mean, those groups were no loss. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, they, they take down anything, though. So, uh, they're going to take down the NSM, and they're going to take down TWP. And uh, several other individuals and organizations that were involved in the Charlottesville event because they can uh, kind of <clears throat> just classify them all as uh, instigators of the violence or whatever they're trying to accuse them of. Even though it was the Antifa that, of course, starts everything and uh, does most of the action. Publicly, of course. Uh, so all those, I mean, it hasn't fully happened yet, but uh, there's a high chance that all those will uh, be broken up, you know, and bankrupted. A lot of people waste their money trying to uh, throw money at the court system to uh, for their rights, you know. Uh, and basically, I think that will also put, for the most part, the end of anybody wanting to do large public rallies and stuff like that, too, in the future. Uh, I ought to to just see what the conclusion of all that lawsuit stuff is, I guess. I'm sure they'll drag it out a while. I don't know when they'll decide, but uh, they'll change some things. Uh, Of course, people that want to be in a membership-based organization are going to splinter off and just try to create splinter groups, you know, like has always happened when uh, the Jewish legal system breaks up the larger organization. You just get smaller groups because... I mean, you know, anybody could say they're the new leader from there on because the original or the former previous leader, he'll probably give up, you know, because, you know, discouraged by the loss, you know. So uh, if they're not in prison, yeah. Which, uh, there's a lot of shady characters that are considered the leadership of the bowel movement, like there's always been. Yeah, I've heard uh, at least rumors, but there's probably uh, some accurate statements, you know, about them that they have, like, a non-white descendant 
the children from this uh, relationships they've had before or their spouse has before. Uh, yeah, I'm not trying to specifically uh, point out one character, but uh, you know, there's other accusations about leaders of things out there. Uh, it's difficult to find something that's really officially structured to support, you know, belong to. So <laughs> that's why, you know, kind of the more unofficial Direction is uh, the way to go, I guess.
going to declare the Antifa as a terrorist organization, which I'm not sure if they did or not. But I think uh, he decided to reverse that statement and just said only the alt-right are the terrorists and uh, left the Antifa alone. I mean, I may be wrong about that. Maybe he just calls them all terrorists. But uh, the media got on them about that, and the Jews must have said, no, let's just go with uh, saying the Nazis are the terrorists, the Antifa are the good guys that didn't do nothing. Yes, I, I think that's the result and what I would expect from uh, this Jewish system. I mean, that makes more sense. I don't know why. Uh, well, they have Trump say some things out there that he throws some uh, uh, unbacked statements out there like he's going to do this or that. A false hope thing. Uh, see another flyer says the fastest are in town. Are you ready to stand against liberal anti-white filth white man? Join us at division dot org. It has a guy at some of his nose. <laughs> their logo and stuff. Uh, That one's decent. Uh, so there's a lot that has the moon man from the McDonald's, but I don't know why that's a meme, really. Uh, it goes back to the old commercials for McDonald's. <laughs> You'd say make it Mac tonight or something, which I don't know why people promote McDonald's because obviously McDonald's. Uh, has long for decades been anti-white in their commercials and they create an unhealthy product to consume. Uh, it's good they cater it to niggers so they can uh, be in poor health. Uh, it says black lives don't matter. <laughs> that and Watson division is organizing near you. Other people would have to be in the know to get it, though. They'd just be like, what's this? You know, it's supposed to be the moon man. A lot of people won't even recognize that. But it looks more like a banana with sunglasses and a mouth and an ear, you know? And a suit, which you can't really tell he's wearing a suit, though. Because they, they make all these flyers black and white, which is good for printing. But, uh, yeah, you lose the, the graphic details and color, the shading and stuff. Okay. Right. There's another anti-faggot flyer that says Hail AIDS, which, you know, and they use a, a white man cartoon drawing guy. Uh, in the war newspaper. Uh, it says Hail AIDS, which is the CD title of Ethnic Cleansing. 
which is, you know, opens up with a, a track, the first track on the, that CD has James Mason giving an intro. It's just a him reading a statement about ethnic cleansing and how that's what has been denied and what's needed. So he's got that exclusive uh, audio track speech for the first few minutes of that CD of ethnic cleansing and uh, it's called Hill AIDS. So that's basically where they're getting that from. First, you know, the Adam Waffen division. Obviously, as a fan of the band Ethnic Cleansing. Uh, many of those guys are part of it, you know. But uh, they used to support war when that was the only thing back in the 90s. Uh, here's another one that says, Don't prepare for exams, prepare for race war. <laughs> The, and it has a quote from James Mason of the book Siege. It says, the diplomas will come in handy when the shipments of toilet paper stop. <laughs> <clears throat> so that one's good for college campuses. Uh, here's one, blind the eye of the NWO. New World Order. Material wealth is rendered null to the gun when the seeds of revolution are sown. Tikes are all done. So that kind of has like a rhyme on there and has a Jew holding the money bag. <laughs> all the Mindless lemmings around them. And then they got, they made a flyer. It says, race traders get the fucking knife. And it has that one that converted the Islam, the Muslim member of the Adam Watson division that killed two other members because they insulted his, uh, and nigger religion it showed him with his head cut off <laughs> so <clears throat> I mean nobody would really I mean just the typical person out there never would have heard about that story so I mean that fire means nothing to the average person of course Kind of makes it unusable, but uh, kind of more of an internal propaganda, I guess. And uh, here's another one for universities, campuses. Adam Walton Division is coming back to school. And it shows their little character. Uh, <laughs> he's got his book bag with a gun in it. And he books fell out of it. Of course, Siege, The Turner Diaries, The Men Comp, probably Hunter. How do they promote Men Comp as required 
or recommended reading, and it's like, well, I mean, that's kind of obviously outdated ideology that's basically exclusive almost to Germany. Uh, I think it replaced the country Germany with America, I guess. But, uh, I mean, they had different demographics and a totally uh, unique situation compared. So, I don't really stress the importance on men comp. I never read it. And, uh, I don't see a reason to. Plus, the fictional novels of Hunter and the Turner Diaries are kind of just fantasy. I don't know what kind of tactics you could really get out of there that would actually be useful. So, I don't know. That's why, I mean, kind of, kind of, a lot of people just kind of like to uh, become hobbyists in that way or something. Waste their time with things, stories, books. There's different flyers. They can take our money. They can take our jobs. They can even take our rights. But they cannot take our hatred. <laughs> And just how the guy's eyes as the graphic. Uh, besides the swastika on there, nobody would really know what it's getting at, I guess. I, I mean, these propaganda players really... I mean, they have like a shock value to them, I guess, but not always a clear message besides, uh, you know, when the symbol of the swastika is put on there is basically the only thing that people would uh, think that they understand on uh, what seems like half of them, at least. Yeah, so... They have to like pick or choose. This one says a new course of action, a new image. It has a guy bent over with his uh, sniper rifle, and then the swastika on there, along with their Adam Walton division. Biohazard logo. So join us. It has a Molotov cocktail, also which is used in the some of the flyers. But uh, not really a new image to use the swastika. That's <laughs> an old image, but Wire starts out as revolution and legality. The key to success in the struggle ahead is self-discipline. All it is the time to be legal, folks. We must 
forward easy. That might be a typo. That T's probably not supposed to be in there. I think it means we must solidly endure whatever the state sees fit and look upon us. <clears throat> when it is time to revolt, we must be prepared to unleash the furies of hell on the state until it yields. So, I mean, that kind of gives an insight to the ideology there that uh, right now they're basically just, uh, you know, as all things have always been about, is just always preparing and training uh, you know, playing uh, war games in the woods or fields or whatever, the target range. Uh, you know, waste a lot of ammo again practicing, basically. And, yeah, because they're saying, uh, well, it's the time to be legal. So... You know, with all the talk of revolutionary action and violence and stuff, I guess in the end, at least the guy that made this particular flyer uh, within the group is saying, uh, yeah, I don't know if that's uh, what James Mason and Siege, which I guess Adam Lawton Division's just a fan of his book articles. But, uh, I mean, uh, what they're wanting, what they uh, say they want to accomplish cannot be done legally. So, like I said, I mean, what does that leave besides just preparing and uh, getting physically fit and training and stuff is all they can do legally, I guess. And that's all they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> so what difference is that really than, uh, you know, officially organized groups and uh, all the things that they are saying they are not or breaking away from or never were. Uh, kind of puts it in the same camp, really. Uh, or another fire has a picture of Hitler has tons of, like, wallpapered swastikas behind it. It says, hashtag Hitler disapproves. There's no degeneracy, no tolerance, hell victory. Go through these quicker. Uh, a new order will rise, and it has a swastika above the burning American flag with a Jewish star on it. It's from the ashes of the kite system. A lot of these were used when they are promoting their other blog. But that's no longer around, but some of them have the adamwathendivision.org on there also. 
the the Iron March log must have been taken down, or I don't know what happened there. Right, this flyer says "fuck hope." It has a swastika with a, that skull type of mask behind it or within it. Uh, this one says, you won't find shelter in this helter-skelter. <laughs> it has the guy with that tall mask and the gun. Okay, white light, over white light. Future is banging on the door. Fascism is the solution to the problems that liberalism creates. Embrace futurism. Honor Armageddon. Uh, this one it says, We are with you, Korea, in the belly of the beast. It's a. Uh, uh, and mixed messages, I guess. But, uh, yeah, North Korea is kind of the last, almost the last sovereign country that opposes the Jewish world order, I guess. White Revolution. Does not start a thousand miles away. Starts with you. Mm-hmm. As like their uh, character merged in with a the guy there. Uh, okay, here's the flyer saying. Uh, shows at least. way to better uh, things is uh, it shows Adam Walton character on one side and the Antifa character on the other with their guns and it has like the prison tower uh, lights shining down on both of them it says we share the same fight against the system. So, <laughs> instead of, you know, that and Wappen division doesn't really seek to fight Antifa because they both are fighting against the same system. It's just uh, for different reasons. <laughs> uh, And there's a flyer about the whole uh, yikes, kites, about the Hollywood uh, whole uh, little scandals going on. Which uh, I guess for right now, people wouldn't you're getting that because it's in the news. But on a News gets old quick, too, now. Uh, There's so much of it, so uh, people might not understand 
so much. Uh, they forget things fast. <laughs> hey, this one is the niggers. Well, it shows a nigger drinking his uh, booze and then a beast white bitch holding his hand. Her shirt says, I'm a fucking fat piece of shit. So the flyer says, niggers have our table scraps. No loss to us. <laughs> that one, uh, I think that uh, the beast bitch on there may be Heather Heyer. Maybe that's what uh, that's supposed to be, or just any wig or white obese bitch or something. I don't know. That one makes the good uh, point, though. <laughs> this flyer is kind of a one subject thing, I'm on, or a obscure subject that people might not get. Is that uh, it's got swastikas on there that make it clear that it says Hungary was right. I guess it says Hitler was right. So Hungary was right. Burn Monsanto. I guess that burned down a Monsanto corporate building or something there. I never heard of that. Most people probably haven't. Uh, some people probably even know what Monsanto is. So, uh, if you're really trying to get a message out, you got to make it like simple, stupid. Uh, and probably better to stick with racial subject matter than to get off into uh, little side subjects that might be uh, your little special interest, you know, which is uh, another point I wanted to make overall on the show if I was talking with Victor, what I wanted to bring up is a lot of people come preoccupied with their own little special interests and things, and they, you know, clutter podcasts with it and blogs, forums, books, whatever. Uh, yeah, I mentioned one before, kind of like uh, coming down on pornography, like, I mean, that's a stupid, like, special interest that some people have or whatever. They're so offended by the nude body or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> or they think uh, because somebody doesn't watch it, then you're going to start getting chicks. It's like, well, uh, there's a interest in that. I wouldn't say much of a market because a lot of it's free, like, you know, people even say. Uh, but, I mean, you know, they you know, they discuss on these uh, shows or whatever. Some of them, I mean, it seems like, I mean, there's always the other side of the issue. There's people that are like, who cares about that, you know, on there too. But some are acting like it would, it, what we need to focus on is trying to 
sabotage or bring down or well uh, interfere with like foreign sites or whatever like you could even combat all of them yeah it just amount to the endless waste of time yeah that's there's other special interest uh, things out there that focus on something like that. You know, a lot of them might uh, come at it from like a Christ-hearted morality or something. So, I mean, you know, kind of like with the faggot thing, let, let these, you know, it's kind of a more of a not even so much of a controversial thing. It never really has been. Maybe it's a little bit more now since uh, the whole uh, bag thing are kind of like first-class citizens, you know, even above niggers now and stuff or whatever. But uh, there's other groups that are not even racist that you know, hate bags and will go after them and stuff and it will even, you know, against pornography or something. So why not let those groups focus on in on their one issue and tackle what bothers them the most and just, you know, because those groups aren't going to touch the racial uh, issues or something. So Oh, that's kind of a sidetracking thing there. No, no, I'm just looking at a chat by chance here, and uh, got a troll possibly came in. And he said to call in the fag cucks, gaming niggers for Trump. That cuck is talking about history as if he's a historian. <laughs> he's saying there is nowhere to run and we must fight. Well, yeah, I mean, that's uh, many times before, which uh, Fat Kike, he, uh, he's older than me by at least a decade, but he hasn't been around near as long, only a few years possibly, mostly a couple, that he's actually looked into this kind of stuff because he's more of a conspiracy enthusiast before, like Charlie No Brains, but uh <clears throat> all this stuff seems so new to him and a lot of these new guys because they haven't looked at this stuff or heard of it over uh, the past 20 years like I have. So they think everything's new and because they heard of it for the first time that, you know, nobody else has been exposed to it or or whatever. Yeah. And, uh... (laughs) So, I mean, you know, when he brings things up, I'm just kind of like, yeah, uh, been there, done that, already know about it. I mean, I don't get all, 
into the research and investigation of everything. You know, the, I mean, these points are not complicated. And uh, people only want there to be more to it and to keep searching because they just want to continue their hobby needs. Yeah, so... <laughs> Uh, as far as going over to a show, I mean, I'm doing mine regardless. I mean, I was already doing it before his. It doesn't really matter. He's not going to let me on his show again. Uh, if he wanted to talk, he could come here. At least I can provide a, a more balanced platform than somebody that just uh, mutes you when you are winning an argument or they want to uh, say you can't discuss certain topics or off the table with them, which are major topics like religion. Uh, Christ and sanity has no place in any kind of pro-white movement. Uh, those type of people can say they're uh, belonging things. I know they can really stop them from making that claim, but they really don't. There uh, is a conflict of interest. You can't be pro-Jew and anti-Jew at the same time. You can't be against Jews and worship their Jewish ideology at the same time. The slave religion that they uh, basically... uh, made white people destroy themselves with. So, <laughs> so more people need to boldly say, fuck off, Christ tired, you don't belong, uh, get your mind straight, and uh, drop the Christ insanity, and then uh, then maybe you're, you'd be okay then, and be included. Uh, more people should have been doing that all along, but they try to, appeal to them and uh, maybe there was a time where more people identified as being Christian but a lot's changed over the decades I think uh, there's enough people that don't consider themselves Christian or anti-Christian I mean you know they are anti-Christian or just non-Christian that don't care yeah, they're not informed about it enough to be anti because you know, maybe if they knew more about it, then they would be stronger against it. But, uh, I mean, I can't obviously say a number of the population or whatever, but uh, it's not like everybody's overwhelmingly all Christian now or something. Uh, and most of the ones that are Christian, they don't know anything about their professed religion anyway. <laughs> they just assume a bunch of the cliches of it. They go through these flyers. Uh, here's one that says, saying niggers, be warned. We nail it annihilated your kind once we can do it again 
kind of cool. I liked a lot of the graphic uh, images of the flyers. It's kind of the best thing about it. The fonts used are kind of like a uh, I don't know. Threatening type of uh, fonts are used, I guess you could say. But anyway, it says, We will be there when there is no hope. There is no escaping the day of the rope. <laughs> Smash the system. Join your local Nazis. Adam Walton, division.org. <laughs> And it has their, uh, it's not really unique to them, but like the skull mask, which is, I mean, all in shots of skull, you can get them online anywhere. I've seen it used before. I don't know if it's from a movie or whatever. Kind of like the Guy Fox mask became identified with the black block or at least the Occupy Wall Street movement. So they're kind of using the you know, the skull mask that way, which is looks like the lower part of the SS skull, I guess, also. Which uh, this next player has that SS call with the swastika. It says, Sniper, we need you. Volunteer. And Molotov cocktails and the website. But somebody was saying uh, in a discussion I was listening to with the Wolf Pack, they're talking about that propaganda flyer campaign with it's okay to be white, which I think it would kind of be more catchy and rhyme if it was it's all right to be white. You know, that so I mean either one can be used. And just you know, just says that on a plain white piece of paper. Um and it's caused you know a lot of uproar, you know. And, you know, it's just a simple statement saying, hey, it's okay to be white. You know, it's not saying anything offensive or against any other races or, you know, people promoting violence or anything in people, uh, the media. Yeah. For uh, outraged over it. You know, and uh, college campuses are on the hunt. You know, reviewing surveillance videotapes, trying to catch, you know, the student or student, probably in most cases, that put the flyers up around the campuses and stuff like that, that, you know, being investigated as a hate crime and stuff. So (laughs) it's just a simple, non threatening messages, really, yeah. But anyway, the yeah, and I was 
thing. Yeah, I mean, you know, it was just, I guess it came out of one of those Chan forum groups or whatever. Uh, you know, got credit for it. You know, it, it was just, that's actually like a song lyric, the name of a song that just kind of mostly repeats, it's okay to be white, you know, or something like that. But, uh, So, I mean, it's not really that genius, but, uh, I mean, there's been other ones with similar things that might have an image on there, though, too, of white people, and it says we have a right to exist. And then there's the whole, you know, white genocide campaign, you know, diversity equals white genocide, anti-racist is a good word for anti-white, which, you know, Good campaign, also. Um, but yeah, but it's okay to be white. It's the simplest one so far. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or you know, it's all right to be white. But uh, but I don't see really a point in just having that without a website on it. Yeah, you gotta direct somebody to a link for further information or something. Yeah. Whether if it's an organization or just informative websites. I mean otherwise uh I mean what do you want to be done from there besides just the media uh you know, noticing it or whatever. me, I mean, it feels like you should direct them to something else. I mean, people aren't going to know what you want them to do from there, I guess. But anyway, on the Wolfpack, uh, yeah, people like that message campaign, but they they uh, have a different take for the most part to you guys on that podcast. Is, uh, yeah, on the call with each other, they, uh, Seem like their consensus is that uh, they thought it was good until they started putting the websites underneath it, like uh, the right stuff that is, and uh, well, I guess somebody used another website to promote also. And uh, I'm like, well, actually, yeah, because in the beginning they didn't put websites underneath the message but then they saw the media attention so they wanted to uh you know direct some traffic into uh you know websites but, uh which I think is a good thing and I don't know why you wouldn't design it that way from the beginning. I mean it's it's kind of a failed advertisement campaign if you don't uh that doesn't lead to anything. So <laughs> um yeah some of these Adam Wathen division dot org flyers like they at least you know put their website sometimes or usually it's very small and discreet at the bottoms of them. But uh and they also have a other defunct forum website on each one of them, but 
so you can always cut out that part and uh, insert something that is an active website currently in its place. Uh -oh. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the disagreement I would have with those guys on that wolf pack. <laughs> Check the chat to see if there's any more disagreements with me. <laughs> there's not many in here now. They're all bothering Fat Kike over there. So I wouldn't expect them to return in here, probably. I can download this afterwards. Okay, here's another flyer. It's all been at your hand. Don't try to build a new world. It should should be land to rhyme with hand, I guess. But look toward the end. Uh, yeah, it's got the the cool little skull mask characters, but then it's got Charles Manson head above. <laughs> Which, uh, I guess if you're wanting to try to bring in more leftist, kind of hippie, possibly druggy, uh, characters like that, I guess, is the appeal. Uh, I don't know. Everybody's got their own little uh, strategy or whatever, which is all right. Uh, everybody has like their own uh, aims, I guess. Uh, I don't know, but I mean, there's mixed messages when you pick something that people commonly have a they already formed opinion on, like Charles Manson. I mean, he's just uh, in most people's opinion, he is just a uh, lunatic that uh, tried to come off as intelligent but uh, was just kind of like the homeless guy on the street corner uh, preaching uh, yeah, doomsday or something <laughs> And uh, <laughs> you know, uh, he's a, just a little manlet guy, uh, talking tough for the most part. You know, when they would bring him out of his cage to uh, make him look ridiculous, or uh, I don't think most people identified him really with. Uh, or white movement, though, even though he had the swastika on his forehead. 
don't, yeah, because he was just a hippie, I don't think uh, the Jews were really successful with him at smearing the pro-white message or community because uh, all the talk, the TV talk shows is where they paraded out the clan clowns and shit like that to uh, try to discredit the pro-white message. Uh, did that probably more than anything else. And then the rallies that they would hold, the pathetic small rallies in recent decades that they would have, kind of, you know, those organizations and groups being a bunch of hicks and uh, white trash painted the image themselves well enough. (laughs) And not all of them were informants and and things like that. Um, So anyway... I don't want to neglect the chat too long. But it's not very active right now. So, uh, this fire says Spirit of 76. It's kind of like it's kind of a little patriotic thing almost. Uh, it's got a quote. I think uh, it, it doesn't say who it to quote by though, but uh, one of the founders, founders of the United or United States, I guess they may have called it back then. Uh, if by the instrument of governmental authority, if a people are being driven to their destruction, then rebellion is not only the right, but the duty of every person. We have the right, they have the law. There's a Molotov cocktail under the biohazard logo, the Adam Wathen division. A lot of these flyers, you know, if it only has that defunct website on there, they're not really any good to use until you edit it out. I mean, they need to update their flyers on their site they should do that. <laughs> this one says uh, message to the Marxists, Sodomites, the traitors, uh, bureaucrats, niggers, kikes, race mixers. Nowhere to run or hide. We are everywhere. On your local Nazis, Adam Watson Division dot org. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a thing that resist dot com and Metzger would use a lot is like uh, lone wolves are everywhere. Uh, I like a fear tactic or so. <laughs> the clan used to always say that too, like. 
sister I was watching. A big brother type thing, I guess. <laughs> So here's one, you know, says, uh, hashtag Charlottesville. <laughs> yeah, it says pigs are flying and uh, has a drawing skull laughing at the the two cops that crashed the helicopter that was several miles away from Charlottesville anyway, which... uh. <laughs> I don't even know what the explanation of those cops in that helicopter was. I guess they're watching the perimeter of the Charlottesville event, perhaps, or they were on standby to be able to uh, track vehicles if any uh, serious violence like shooting went down or something, then they would... uh, yeah, uh, you can't run from a helicopter very easily. Yes, <laughs> kind of like Grand Theft Auto. If you play that game, it's like you can go around the, you know, the 3D shooter game and uh, do whatever you want. But when it gets to the point where they call in the helicopters on you, is usually uh, where they trap you. You know, more difficult to escape them. You have to go inside buildings or whatever. Uh, but you can't really uh, run in your vehicles from that. <laughs> or on foot. But anyway. Yeah, here's another flyer. Subject is... Well, it's got the skull mask guy in there hanging from lampposts. <clears throat> All the politicians and uh, everything like that from the lampposts, like in the Turner Diaries. This is the only answer to this intolerable condition. Revolution. And then uh, screw the street. With the bodies of the bureaucrats. Alright, got another skull mask guy with a gun. It says white jihad. We who are hated are needed now more than ever. Adam Waffen Division. Here's a kind of a earlier I mentioned the uh, flyer where it said kind of like the Adam Waffen division and anti should I guess uh, well it doesn't really give uh, clarify you know like join together or just uh, kind of leave each other alone and just attack the system instead of each other. But this flyer kind of counters that one with uh, the opposite message because it shows the 
tall character stomping on uh, the Antifa three arrows. Uh, that's like the logo they use are the three red arrows patch logo. Uh, stomping on that, stomping on the uh, Tommy Hammer and Sickle shirt and also the BLM Black Lives Matter nigger or wigger. Cause I guess most of those Black Lives Matter activists are wiggers. And it's also got a drug needle broken down there which counters that support your drug dealer flyer. And then also the Jewish stars broken there. And the, the whole other genders and shit symbols there. <laughs> this, uh, this depravity breeds a weak opposition. Their weakness puts them at our mercy. We show none. That's decent message flyer. Um, You'd have to uh, probably, I mean, I know what those symbols and stuff on the what it's stomping out are, but uh, you have to clarify it more, I guess, for the average person, which, uh, I mean, if you're putting out propaganda randomly or whatever, uh, trying to uh, bring your message to new people. Um, can't assume they already know what's going on. Obviously, so you have to do more like uh, uh, informative statements, I guess. Otherwise, I don't see how it's that effective. Because I mean, people that are already in the know would not have to be reached, obviously. Because um, people that are into this stuff, you know, they search around more. I mean, I don't search around too much. Uh, the different things, because I just don't really care to. Uh, I mean, there's too much out there. I just kind of... Yeah, sometimes you get exposed to some things some newer things like this occasionally, but uh, there's a lot of stuff out there that I don't visit sites of or know about in characters that I don't, uh, I'm not familiar with. It's not necessary, but... uh, (laughs) I'm going to try to speed up through more of these flyers real quick. You can just go to the website and check them all out yourself, of course. But I'm going through them as uh, discussion pieces, too, sometimes. (coughs) Where will you be when the race war begins? When the world burns? 
priest traders face capital punishment on the day of reckoning. Like, of hanging, like that old classic picture of uh, the nigger hanging from the tree. <laughs> but they added a, a race trader, placard figure hanging from the tree also. There is this one. Very funny. <laughs> it says, uh, kick off football season with a big bang. You just need the right ball. And it has uh, the skull characters passing uh, like an atomic bomb to each other. <laughs> This one says, fuck the police. Coming straight from the Adam Lawson division. And it has this nigger cop. <laughs> and his little uh, cartoon uh, speech bubble says, join your local Nazis. Smash the system. <clears throat> Our message is clear. We must unite from far and near. We are organized. And it has seven all masked guys. Like from real photos that appears to be. Um, these guys, when they pose with their flags and in their uh, stall masks, holding their guns and stuff. Some wear sunglasses or whatever, but you can actually see their eyes. And sometimes they put the skull, the SS skull, over their entire head. Though. It's more of an anonymous type of uh, image. Though. That that flyer is kind of good, though. It's, uh, it's vague for the most part. I mean, it does say join your local Nazis congregating near you. But, uh, these are kind of, some of these are more meant to be a larger size, like a poster printout that you'd stick on a, a wall or uh, in public places or, you know, Kind of like blow it up. At least a full paper size, but probably larger, you know, and uh, just kind of like get some uh, type of glue that is uh, <clears throat> hard to tear off, you know. Stick it on like it's in the poster or something like what they use to hold a billboard material up with or something. Uh, heard it discussed on some shows like uh, 
people that have posted up posters, like, to put stuff that uh, school campuses didn't know how to remove. <laughs> so. All right, I think I've been through all the, the propaganda from AdamWalkinDivision.org. Um, yeah, pretty, I've mentioned everything that's been on my mind recently. Uh, maybe next show I can get a guest on here. Either Victor will have his uh, stuff set up and ready, or uh, some uh, other guys that I've been trying to uh, coordinate something with. Now, uh, whitepeoplelake.com is still up. I thought it would expire by now, but uh, I'll probably uh, put links to uh, the websites I've mentioned here on the front page there if I can you know, access the account still. Culture.com on there. Also, AdamWalkinDivision.org and IronBolt.com. Push from there, and you can lead to the forum in their chat. Which, uh, then you get involved however you want. Um, I don't know. Uh, I'm always suspicious. So it's going to obviously attract uh, surveillance and uh, worse, you know, uh, agent provocateurs trying to plant evidence on guys and uh, get them to plan things that they prevent when it's before it ready to go down and uh, I can see a lot of uh, bad things coming out of that operation there though um, when it comes to getting together because uh, I mean their message is that they're not wanting keyboard warriors and they're wanting uh, to do things but I mean, I think what it just amounts to is a uh, plain army or something. You know, it's, like I said before, what most things always do is they uh, get together just to target practice. You know, it's always preparing, training, 
you know, the, at least in the <laughs> older bell movement, of course, you know, uh, hanging out and getting drunk, you know. Uh, that's about it, you know. And then they uh, have their falling out with each other. <laughs> like that one, I mean, he killed a couple members, but I mean, there's always been internal fights in the because when they sit around and do nothing for a long period of time, you you end up uh, attacking each other. So, and another good website, you know, promoted before uh, RadioWerewolf.com. Werewolf is spelled weird. W-E-H-R. Wolf. They're kind of getting a more radical message with their network. Because, uh, I mean, he was, uh, <laughs> they were uh, kind of getting on the truck train, but now I guess they've seen how that went derailed. So uh, now they're going more of the siege culture path, which is better than uh being a cheerleader for uh, one side or the other of the the Jewish system and their puppet. So uh, there's still a bunch that still are fantasizing about Trump being uh, pro-white still, <laughs> or uh, they think he's his own guy and all that. Don't really want to get into it, but I don't know. People that have any faith in Trump are almost as lost as the Christards that believe in Jesus as a savior. Yes, <laughs> those two. Uh, anybody that fits in either of those categories, you can. Uh, pretty much right off and not have anything to do with. <laughs> so, um, just have to come around on their own somehow. They have to figure out and do it for themselves, I guess. I don't know. Because all you'll get is a bunch of backlash of uh, Nonsense, really. But, uh, I can't think of anything else.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.